0: All right. It's 151. We're adding this to the pod late. So anything we said regarding the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, you should disregard for the most part. Actually, no, I don't regret any of it. I'm with Ryan. Some breaking news. The greatest moment in Minnesota sports history, probably. The Minnesota T-Wolves have acquired D'Angelo Russell for basically... Nothing. I mean, I, they gave up Wiggins and then a protected first-round pick in the second round, and they also got Spellman back. Spellman is really good, and I don't know who Jacob Evans is, but still. Um, Ryan, what is your reaction? How happy are you right now?
1: There's so many great things about this trade, right? Like, first of all, we get Daniel Russell. We get an all-star point guard, an all-star caliber point guard who's proven that he can play in this league, who's proven he can score. He he plays can be, no
0: defense.
1: Do every, he, he carried the Nets to the playoffs last year, basically, by himself, you know? It also keeps cat cat ha- happy. Him and D Lo are like best friends in the world. It also how keeps open the possibility. Other? It also keeps open the possibility of the cat Booker um D Lo big three because now uh Booker's gonna be like Holy crap, my two best friends are playing together in Minnesota. I gotta get there. Wait, uh, Ryan.
0: Ryan, how do they know each other? D' Lo and they didn't play they Kentucky came
1: together. Together. I think they just oh. like, Um I think they just like got to know each other during workouts. But yeah, they're like best friends. Um, or maybe through, like, the AU circuit growing up. I'm not really sure. But all three of them are, like, best friends. They always interact on social media and everything. But the other great part about this is that Andrew Wiggins is gone, and Minnesota Timberwolves never have to suffer through another pathetic game of Andrew Wiggins again. Like, he is incredibly, incredibly bad at basketball. Like, I guess not, like, terrible at basketball, like, in the grand scheme of things, but for all the hype that was surrounding him and, you know, how much – how much um, – what's the word I'm looking for? How much, like, potential he has to be great. He's just – he's such a letdown, and he gives no effort. He's a terrible defender. He settles for threes, even though he's a terrible shooter. Like, he just he's just not a good basketball player. Like, maybe he can change around and be a decent player in Golden State because Golden State has that tendency on people. But, no, d is going to be a stud here, and we have, you know, we have our dynamic duo now. We've got our big two to build around and now we just have to give them pieces. Jeez. But yes, um, I am very, very excited, Jason, if you can't tell.
0: Um, and then we're getting word right now that the, it really seems the Lakers have given up on trying to get Marcus Morris because they've removed Kuzma from talks. Um and it looks like the Clippers are gonna be the ones to get him, but uh which would be huge for them, even though he you know, he makes he's a good player. I mean my issue with him I on the Celtic my issue love- it. He stops – he's a ball stopper. You know, the ball – you know, he's, he makes some great shots. He's actually pretty consistent when you think about it. But I don't know. I think he'll be a good piece off the bench for them. And, he's, and he brings some really great toughness. But talking about the T-Wolves, you know, I definitely think it's more likely only because they didn't have to tra- – you know, D'Lo is under contract for a really long time. You know, I really thought they would have wanted a little more. I think, you know, if you package, like, you know, a Cobra with you know a few draft picks now maybe that like is that i don't know it feels like it's a little more likely now booker i i thought it would be a lot more to get you know if they had kept Roko, they really could have done
1: done some damage uh, i'm seriously i'm telling you guys like d'angelo russell's under contract for three more years after this one cat's under contract for four more years after this one Booker's want he's gonna want to come here and play with these guys. We didn't give up any of our best pieces. You know we still have Jared Culver well, to give up.
0: You should have. Well, you would have. If you had could package Culver and Roco together, that would have done some damage.
1: Now, if we package Culver and a together, that will do some damage. No, it will not. I mean, Culver and Colgi. I I Culver know
0: at this point. I mean, look, the Timberwolves are have the. Second worst record in the West. They're 15 and 35. The Suns are 20 and 31. They're only—they're not that much better. The Pelicans are, but I guess the question is, can the Timberwolves make the playoffs now?
1: No, no, not this year. You really don't think so? No, we just—we don't have enough this year. It's literally yeah. Kevin Russell and nothing.
0: You don't think they're—I think they're better than the Suns. I think you know they're better than the Trailblazers. I mean, I don't know. I, this we're
1: not—we're not, not better than the Trailblazers. Stop. The
0: Trailblazers are not great. I really, because I really like. It, to say that. it
1: worked terrible.
0: They re- they it, finally no. got. They finally have a real. I mean, I don't know if the word "real" point guard should be applied, but they have
1: another. No, real no, it is, it's it's real point guard. Jeff well, Teague's not a real point guard. Jeff T is not a real basketball player.
0: Russell's not is. You know, he's not. He's more of a he's, does not a traditional point guard. He's not like a Chris Paul. You know, he doesn't play that. Like he doesn't play the way a traditional point guard plays, which is fine. But the fact that they have someone now to really alleviate the pressure off Towns. And you know the pick and rolls they can run. I mean, well, it's it's a little, it's 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 got it's gonna help and it's really gonna open some things up on the court for Towns and I think you're gonna unlo- be able to unlock some parts of his game that we haven't seen before.
1: I agree with that 100%. But it's also just that Towns is happy now and like he's gonna be he's gonna be on cloud nine that he's gonna play with his best friend now and I think he's gonna give a lot more effort and he's not you're not gonna see him like sitting there on the court with his hands like up in there being like what the fuck are you doing. But he so, has, you know, he has another competent player now.
0: So does this mean that you'll start watching the Timberwolves games
1: again? I was going to say, that, like, I haven't been excited for a Timberwolves game since, like, the first month of the season. But I am genuinely excited for the next Timberwolves game. Like, I'm going to watch the whole entire game.
0: I'm really concerned about the Hawks' front office right now because they've just traded for three straight centers in in less than two days. I have no oh, idea what's know, going on. So they traded- it's
1: kind of like... It's kind of like the Milwaukee Bucks strategy, where they just acquired a ton of length, and like it worked out for them very well. So no, maybe that's what the Hawks is, are doing. You know,
0: centers are obsolete. I'm just kidding. And, I'm kidding. Shut up. Let me finish what I was saying because this is one of the I, I, I really you know the Schnells, Jason Shaw's is a really smart guy. So you know he's he, he got to tell the Hawks. I have no idea what they're doing. They trade for Clint Capella. All right, cool, nice deal. Right? Then they trade for Joanne Dedmon. Okay, why are you trading for another center? And they just traded for Scalabissier. What are you doing? How many? And they have jobs. You need four centers. Are they? Are they just gonna run? Are they just gonna have four centers on Trey Young and just run a billion pick and rolls? Like Trey Young is fantastic in the pick and roll game. He's one of the best in the league at it, and I think that's their bread and butter. But you, you have four centers on the court. This is like when the Knicks signed four power forwards. This makes no sense, and no one seems to be talking about it. How many centers do they need?
1: Um. Enough centers to where they can change all the light bulbs at their facility. did it because they're tall. That was really funny. I don't.
0: It doesn't really. It doesn't make sense to me. It's like, why would you try?
1: No, it. It doesn't make much sense, but I don't know. I like the. I like the Hawks' young core. Like, I think their young core is very, very good with John Collins and Hunter and Trey Young and oh, uh, even cool Cam Reddish. Even Cam good. Reddish, like. They have a very good young core, and they'll be fine.
0: The Celtics just made an offer. I've, I have no idea who this guy is. The Celtics – oh, the me? Pistons tr- declined an offer from the Celtics for backup center Christian Woods. I don't know who Christian I have
1: Woods is. no I idea who that is.
0: All right, well, that's the type of move the Celtics are making right now. Um, so, also, I don't understand. You know, they really lost such a valuable trade asset with – what's his face? Um, with trading Roko. I don't understand. That didn't feel like a trade they needed to make.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, well, the thing was, I believe they were trying to acquire, they basically, they essentially got two first round picks for Rocco and they thought it was going to take more than one first round pick to get Delo. So what they were trying to do is like give themselves more leverage and more pieces to where they'd be able to get Delo because that's what Golden State was demanding. But now all of a sudden they only wanted Wiggins and one first round pick, which is just very, very strange. I don't know. They could have gotten so much more from him. I agree.
0: Um, and also, I really like the so. This is this guy named Worldwide West, who's the most interesting person in the NBA. They hired Worldwide West, the Knicks, uh, and Leon. I Rose. saw you. Uh,
1: you texted that to me there today. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, they so Worldwide West has been dealing with NBA players for like years. It seems like he's like the NBA power broker or something like that, and like he has all the leverage. And then Leon Rose is the head of CAA. I really <laughs> like this move. I think this is genius. Um, in terms of getting players, World Wide West, like I, World Wide West is like the type of thing where an NBA player kills somebody and then you call World Wide West to clean it up. That That's who I think World Wide West is. <laughs> um, so I think this is a great move. He's like, he's almost like Ray Donovan, but for the NBA. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But really impressive move on that front.
1: And then. I agree. I, Do you hear I, about I, the latest trade? The what trade? The latest trade?
0: No. What is it?
1: Get this. Jordan Bell, who has just traded from the Timberwolves to Houston, was now traded again to Memphis.
0: Yeah. I,
1: He's I, been I, traded twice in three days. <laughs> Isn't that something?
0: And now the Hawks aren't even done looking for trades. Hella, Denman, and Labissier, Atlanta has opened up two roster spots, and they want to take Ooh. in more assets.
1: Maybe, okay. going- maybe Maybe they'll make an offer for Christian Wood now.
0: I I guess I mean this is this is a little this is a little <laughs> odd. Um so and then we'll see what happens with Derek Rose. I mean he he said he wants to stay in Detroit. I was actually with D Rose at the Kaite concert. He was ten feet away from me. I love Derek career. Rose. He's having a career year. We'll see what the deal is with that. He's
1: having um, a career year, he won an MVP. No, no, so.
0: no, 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 no. Look, Derek Rose seemed like he was done. All right. This is this is you know career year is not okay. the right word, but he's not having career years not the right year. But he there's been a resurgence
1: with their he, he, he was he was very course, good was, last year in Minnesota was, too.
0: Okay, okay, but this is this is a different level than last year even. And yes, but yeah, he's also getting more well, time. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what you can get for him. I think I really think they should try to get rid of Drummond. I mean, I'm sure the Hawks will. The Hawks are already trying to get Drummond. <laughs> um, I'm sure. I'm sure they want all the centers they could get. Um, are you kidding me? The Wizards w- are trying to get the Celtics to give two first-round draft picks for David Burtons. Say
1: that again?
0: That's like, that's like Say that
1: again?
0: The Celtics are being – the Wizards – you know who David Burtons is, the sharpshooter from Washington?
1: Yeah, he was with the they Spurs want, for a while.
0: Yeah, they want two first-round draft picks for David Burtons. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Good God. <laughs> He's not worth they one first-round draft pick. They, you didn't even need two first-round
0: draft picks to get Angela <laughs> Russell. We'll give you Vincent Poirier and Carson Edwards. All right,
1: Washington. Don't you just love the NBA trade deadline? Like, compared like I I'm not an I'm not an NBA fan by any means. Like, I'll watch the Timberwolves, but I don't really watch anything else. I'm not a fan of the league. But compared to any other professional sport, like the NBA trade deadline is by far the funnest to to, you know pay attention to and it's got the most action by far. Yeah. And you've got teams like the Hawks who just do crazy stuff.
0: The Hawks are out of control right now. Um I don't know. You know, maybe they'll trade for Dwight Howard as well. I have. Oh. I have no idea. I have no idea. And the Hawks have see- requested Weavers on the day.
1: Have you? Se-
0: this is not a joke.
1: Have you seen Anus Cantor's latest tweet? What is it? He just tweeted a pair of eyeballs.
0: Yeah, just because of the NBA trade deadline. I don't think we're moving Cantor. We Cantor's
1: um, something um, happened to the Celtics. I don't think so. Or maybe that's his reaction to the dealer trade. I
0: think that's yeah, because you know. Uh, and, beats and the Phillies – Philly made a very good trade too in terms of acquiring depth. They got Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks, which is such a genius move for them because they really had no one off the bench besides the, uh, Matisse Stiebel, who's been incredible. Um, really great move by them.
1: Really I like don't, that. I don't think they're going to do anything this year.
0: No, but they really did need depth. Um, all right, well
1: – I think they're like the fourth or fifth best team in the East, but yeah.
0: I mean, it's just – I – I th- I think you got to move one of those two guys. It's just the spacing. You got to fire Brooklyn. Yeah,
1: yep, yep. Shout out, Noah Goldstein. What'd you, you got? what you, you, you tell me? You said trade uh, Ben Simmons for James Harden, right?
0: Yeah, trade Ben Simmons for James Harden. <laughs> ben Simmons. You know, uh, Billy you know, would never do that. Um, you know, it's really the spacing is just no. I didn't say trade Simmons for Harden. I said trade beat for Harden.
1: And then play Simmons and Harden together.
0: Well, that way. Simmons play the point and Harden will spread the floor. You know, the issue, the issue, because you know, that's a really quick, fast paced style of basketball when you have Simmons and Harden like that. Whereas with Embiid, you you're not speeding up the floor. He is in terrible shape. He one he has nights where he looks like he's the best player in the NBA. I'm not doubting that. But the spacing with Embiid and Simmons is just so awkward and it doesn't work. And maybe it could work with a different head coach. I don't know. But you know the solution is when they want to give Simmons space to drive, they're like, Embiid just goes to the three-point line, and all the all the defenses are like, "Let's go!" You can, we'll let you shoot that. <laughs> that's, and then he that's shoots like he goes cruel. one, he goes one for nine, and he does like the little pump fake, <laughs> which everyone bites on, but it doesn't matter because he's gonna miss the three anyway. So oh it's my like,
1: gosh! And then and then when he finally makes one, he celebrates like he just won the NBA title. Yeah, he
0: celebrates like he's made nine in a row, <laughs> and the NBA teams are like, "No, no, stay back there, please." <laughs> Um, so you know, I don't, I don't think this is gonna work. And you know, if you could have Horford play center if you traded Embiid, because you know Horford's exactly the type of center you would want Ben Simmons to play with, because Horford can spread the floor because yeah. he and can Tobias, shoot the
1: three. Tobias can play the four.
0: And yeah, and well, and Horford would play five. I think that's. Think about this. Ready Simmons, Harden, Tobias Harris, and uh, you'd have Josh Richardson at two, and then you'd have no Josh Richardson at, three. No,
1: Richardson at three, Harris at Richardson four, at
0: three. Harris the four and Horford at five. That sounds like such a better team. Just because you're you're removing you're removing the
1: I don't know whole space. The, the defense gets a lot worse if you do that, though.
0: That that is true. But you also have guys like Thybul and Horford's one of the best, still one of the best defensive centers in the NBA. You know, it's, he's not Gobert or yeah, you know, but anyone like he, that, but. He, he,
1: Harris so defending ahead. fours. Harris defending fours would be suspect, and then Harden is just Harden doesn't play defense. He's
0: been playing. He's been playing better defense the past couple of years since that was a thing. Um, and also, Glenn Robinson is a great defender as well as Alec Burke. So you know, and Thibault Th- Th- looks like he's going to be the next Gary Payton. He's you know, I really and Simmons is one of the best um, guard defenders in the NBA. That's so, true. So I actually don't think it's that much of a problem. And I do the you know, and the Rockets really aren't going anywhere with James. I don't think they'd do it just because Harden's the face of that team. But you know, it doesn't look like Westbrook and Harden are working out um, too well. And I think they might, I think they might want to just blow it up. Um, so, so we'll see, what, we'll see, what they do here. But I don't know. I'm what? very, I'm very conflicted on. I, I don't. I think, I think Philly's got to either get a new coach or start. Oh yeah, Brett problem's
1: not good. But w- one last thing before we go. You remember this summer when it was like people kept saying that D'Angelo Russell was going to be here and it was like, they were like throwing us through like D'Lo had,
0: D-Lo had Instagram stories going up. Yeah.
1: yeah it was like a roller coaster. Like it was, we we're going to we get, get D'Lo. We're not going to get D'Lo. We're going to get D'Lo. We're not going to get D'Lo. It was just all these highs and lows. It was like terrible times and then great times, ter- you know? And then, and then he all of a sudden got traded to Golden State and Minnesota fans were like, Oh fuck, we're not getting D'Angelo Russell. But but now we have them. It's just like, oh, I came full circle.
0: Yeah, right. I, I'm not having. If there's some more trades tonight. We might just do this as a separate podcast. Ryan, Ryan and I will record another segment later today, oh, yeah. and then and then we'll just do that as We'll combine this with the pod. We'll see if the Hawks trade for uh, a few more centers. We'll see. Oh, if, I hope, so. uh, hope Road wide, so. West is going to save a few more NBA lives.
1: I really. Um, there's there's what forty fifty minutes more before the deadline. I really hope there's I really hope does there's it, one more blockbuster.
0: Does it does it end at three or four? Three. Okay, so there's fifty more minutes. 50 more minutes.
1: I want there very, to be one more big time player trade. I want very, Devin very Booker good. to come to Minnesota.
0: Could you imagine? There's no way. There's no way that's happening at the trade deadline. I think oh, they're dude.
1: still trying to. They're still trying da- to get Daniel head. Martin. So would be, Daniel Martin would be so pissed.
0: I know this is this is truly incredible. So uh
2: going
1: I will talk to you. I will talk to you
0: uh, probably later tonight. We might re- we might have to record another one if you know some, some more shake goes down. And yeah, talk to you soon, Ryan. All right, bye. Congrats. All right, it's nine thirty three. We are at the barn. See you, mom. And some uh, devastating news has broke. As a Red Sox fan, uh, D Mart, Ryan, and OJ, bear with me because I've said this to you now all for <laughs> I think like five or six times now since the trade has happened. So the Red Sox traded the third best player in baseball for two draft picks that have names that are unproven commodities that, uh, you know, you really got to love. You know, it's really hard, you know, for a dying sport that I, and I know you guys will disagree with that, but it's really it's really not it's really going downhill with the youth, um, you know, to trade your base of your franchise probably besides judge the most lovable player in baseball something kids can relate to he has a great name mookie you know and you know it's really it's really tough when you make half a billion to be like you know what we're just we're just going to we're just going to trade it for some draft picks this i am convinced this is the babe ruth trade part 2 and we are not going to win another world series for however long mookie wants us to <laughs> and i am also convinced that the dodgers will still lose a world series which will be funny to watch um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm devastated about this. I, did, I kept telling myself it wasn't going to happen, although, as OJ said, it was inevitable because when you signed Chris Sale and Nathan Navaldi to hundreds of millions of dollars, then the next year you might have trouble signing someone else. But I also think the ownership got lazy. You know, when you win four World Series in 17 or 18 years, that's really impressive, and it seems like they were content to not spend. So this is going to be a really fun season um, watching Mookie Betts have another MVP year with Cody Bellinger. They can battle it out. That'll be a cool headline. And yeah, Mart, give us your first thoughts, man.
3: Um, no, I mean it's it's really bad management by the Sox. Uh, and the other thing is, like you said, it was such an unforced error because the reason that they put themselves in this position is because they spent so much on Chris Sale and Nathan Avaldi, which uh I mean, I get it was after the World Series, but It's just really, really unnecessary, especially because obviously they knew that they would have to deal with Mookie's contract at some point. Um, The thing that's interesting about this, and I said this to you before, is it doesn't seem like the kind of problem that a team like the Red Sox would have. It seems like the kind of problem that the Pirates would have or the Rangers would have or like some kind of smaller team. The Red Sox, you think of as they have deep enough pockets so that they can hold on to their players. Uh, or the ones that they feel like they really need that they really need to hold on to. And um yeah it's pretty it's pretty shocking, but at the same time it's not shocking at all because the writing was on the wall for a while. So
0: Yeah, I mean OJ was saying to me on the phone, like, and all that you like, like this is inevitable. But it, I mean it sort of wasn't you didn't have to sign Nathan Nivaldi to a hundred million dollars. And like dude, you could have used that money towards the Mookie Betts deal. Um I mean now it wasn't. You know, if you look at it from this perspective, of course, now it is and it was inevitable. I mean, I don't know why, you know, all of a sudden the ownership group that's been willing to spend more money than the Yankees and Dodgers since like 2004, all of a sudden doesn't want to spend anymore. It makes no sense. Um, I I think they just got content and they want to make more money. Um, And, you know, obviously, if you have a 12 year contract, that's four hundred twenty million dollars. The back end of it's probably not going to be great. He's probably not going to be paid for that. But. That's what it takes to sign a superstar in baseball now and they have to get with the times. Um, OJ, go ahead.
2: Um, first off, I just wanna disagree with your take that he's like top likable in the MLB, like behind <laughs> judge. I don't think he is. He's he's like a very introverted guy. Like outside of Boston, he's not very I think well-liked. he's I think he's a big face.
1: Like yeah, he's really? he's,
2: he's he's respected because he's like very good. But I don't think he's this like
0: very good LB. You know, he's a
2: good. Steamer, you
0: thought Demar, Didn't you think? Were you? Are you were Ryan? Didn't Didn't you say? You thought him and Judge? No, yeah,
3: I think he's up there as the face of the MLB.
0: Yeah, um,
2: I think I mean, no, talent wise he is,
0: but he's very
2: like I was saying, introverted, and he he didn't like the spotlight, which is part of the speculation why people thought he wanted out of Boston, just because he didn't want. I mean, it. but to go to
0: LA, I know,
2: I know, but um. Yeah, so that's just, whatever, we disagree on that. But to talk about the trade more, um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, like you were saying, I don't know, it didn't seem like they had many options after they signed Valdi in sale. But the the value that they got back for him was, like, very, like, subpar. I think the Dodgers have, like, a really, really good farm system. Just like two prospects that I know off the top of my head, like Gavin Lux and Dustin May, I would have thought they would have definitely been in it for Mookie. Especially but, Lux. Um, yeah, I mean those are two of the like they could be really superstars. And then they got like Verdugo and uh, like yeah baby Gratterall or something. Apparently that He's guy throws dumb. like a hundred and three. Ryan's... Ryan's
3: the yeah. reason I know who he is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I, I could care less about that. But um, <laughs> what I was saying was, like, the fact that they didn't get much value back makes you wonder why why the rush. Like, why couldn't they just wait until the deadline or, like, wait until, I don't know, a little later? I don't know why they rushed
3: to get Alex Verdugo and <laughs> Um, Yeah, that's something I also kind of agree with. I kind of thought where this was going was he would be a deadline trade. Uh, just because And I think they could have gotten
0: this at the deadline.
3: Yeah, I think a few weeks ago, um, there was talk, and then it seemed to kind of die down, and it seemed like they weren't going to get anything done. So I thought he would go in to spring training as a Red Sox, probably play the first half of the season with the Sox, and then they'd probably try to uh, trade him at the deadline. But clearly yeah. they wanted uh I, mean, that- I think this is like – them just like trying to start fresh and not have that like hanging over their head because yeah. it is sort of a new regime, new manager, new just like no, we don't have we don't actually don't have a manager. Well, you're going to have a new manager. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's don't not
0: know. it's gonna, not going to be the old in February. It's <laughs> February. We still don't have a manager. It's a little it's a little concerning. We, inter- we interviewed one guy, the Diamondbacks coach, bench coach. I was saying to OJ, we should just and Ryan, I'll get to you. It's like um. Bob Melvin, I think, is the best manager in baseball. Let's just pay him ten million dollars a year to just to just uh, to just manage the Red Sox because at this point, I still think this team can make the playoffs. They still have Martinez, Devers, Bogarts had a career year last year. This is still a really talented offensive team. I'm nervous about the pitching. Um, the underrated aspect of this is the Twins. Kenta Maeda, Ryan, talk about the impact this has. Are Devin Booker and uh, and Wiggins and and, and going to join the Twins now? Kid, yeah, we're talking about
1: different sports here, buddy. <laughs> um, I, don't I know. know, but <laughs> I heard
0: Booker was doing that.
1: I'm not like I don't know. I'm not thrilled about the trade. Um, I love Gradle. I think he's a great prospect. Um, sounds
0: like a drug. It does sound <laughs> like a drug.
1: There's a lot of people who think he's going to like stay in the bullpen his whole career. Um, which I mean, if he does that, the Red Sox got absolutely effed over. Um, but I don't know. He was a starter all through the minors. He was dominant with an ERA on like two and a half. I want to say he made like 2.2 2, striking everybody out, you know, he's throwing a hundred plus. Um, so I don't know. I, I like him. I want the twins to keep him, see what he could become. But at the same time, we need starting pitching. Um, am no, he's not so- bad. Yeah. My, no, he's solid. Like he's going to go out there. He's going to win us, you know, 12, 13 games, have an ERA, probably 3.8 or so. I mean, he's going to, be solid. He's not going to win. He you Cy young, but it will be a solid, you know, second, third starter. Um, but yeah, the trade overall, I agree with OJ. I think, um, I think the Red Sox just didn't get the value back that they should have. You know, like you said, I agree with you. He's the third best player in baseball behind Trout and Yelich. And like what the Yankees got back when they traded a Rolles Chapman, mm-hmm. getting back Labor Torres, like that's a better trade. Like that's more value than what the uh, Red Sox just got for the be third best player in baseball. Like, and a Rose Chapman at that point was a one-year rental and everyone knew that. Like, it worked out. The Cubs got a World Series out of it, but I don't know. I just feel like they could have got so much more out of it.
3: Yeah. So much. And, yeah, go ahead. Well, that's kind of the thing why I thought it would have made more sense to wait till the deadline because if you're selling to a team who needs someone and they're trying to make a run late in the season, like, then you sort of have uh, some leverage that you don't have – even if you're trading the third uh third best player in baseball right before spring training. So, I think it would have made more sense. I guess they could say like they didn't want him to get hurt and then they'd be screwed, but it really seems like it's just it's a lot of mismanagement from the Red Sox. It was it was really bad for them to uh for them to allow them to be in this position and then it was I think they didn't really uh capitalize on their asset. Uh, and now they're in a a pretty bad place.
1: Do you want want conspiracy? Go ahead. Yes. Sure. Okay. The the Red Sox, who do they hate the most? They hate the Yankees the most. Who has the best chance of beating the Yankees, or, like, who are the two favorites now? It's the Yankees and the Dodgers. They're trying to strengthen the Yankees' biggest opponent so the Yankees can't win World Series.
0: Absolutely not. That would be foolish. Absolutely not. That that would be the dumbest thing.
1: That's why after, it's a conspiracy, you know, Jason. I think it's sound logic. No,
0: should even. <laughs> Thank
3: you. Uh, no, sound I'm, logic. Kidding. I'm kidding. After after
0: after, <laughs> after 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 after, I think the Red Sox have been pretty good against the Yankees, and you know they had a really dominant postseason. I think I don't think they're that insecure about it right now. Um, although, Jason, did you watch the Dodger 2019? Stronger. Did I watch in twenty nineteen? Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm just saying over the past decade, if you look okay, at, okay, okay. I was just looking. I was just wondering.
0: I mean, if you watched in twenty eighteen, it was like seventeen one at Yankee Stadium. It was a mess. But anyways, <laughs> um, so, so we're not gonna dwell on that. But um, my my thing is they could have gotten this at the deadline. They, I don't understand how, Dombrowski, by the way, and I'm gonna curse because this is bullshit. Fuck the Red Sox over because this is what he does wherever he goes. He'll win you a World Series. But so when you were World Series, he I think they came close with Detroit or they might I think I don't think they won one. But he trades all your assets. We traded Joan Moncada, who D was like, Yeah, I mean he didn't pan out, but he was supposed to be the best prospect of baseball. No, he's
1: um, he's doing well. He's panning out. He had a good yeah, season. But
0: he is he's fine. Um and you know, he tears your farm system apart, he gets terrible contracts, and then he just leaves. He gets fired <laughs> and he leaves. So then it's like it's like what are you doing? So, you know, although <laughs> Obviously, to blame Henry and Sam Kennedy and the whole uh, Warner and Tom Warner, um, you know, Dombrowski is definitely a culprit here that got away uh, with blood on his hands because he got fired back <laughs> in September. So
3: that's what Dave Dombrowski does. You see, know, you wanna, um, <laughs> see but that's the thing. Like, he did all that. He won you the World Series. But the mistakes he made that led to Mookie leaving were actually things he did after the World Series because he re-signed Sale and he re-signed the after moment after the World Series. So Exactly. just... Really, really foolish stuff from Dombrowski. It's 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 really,
0: and you know, he did the same. The, he caught he cost Detroit so many of their prospects. Everyone's like, he's gonna do the same to you. But you know, I think I guess it's really. Would you rather have Mookie Betts or would you rather won the 18
3: World Series? Um, yeah, it, it's really. It, well, no, it's it's really not, not a because, great look because winning the World Series that doesn't no, mean but you but have that's to co- sign a to that's, a ridiculous but, contract. No, but that's that doesn't what comes with Dave. I agree, but you're making it.
0: But you're making it sound Dombrovsky. like
3: Dombrowski just has no control. He wins, and then he, he signs pitchers control to absurd contracts. Like he, that's what he does. He did the same thing in Detroit. No, but like, everything do you did... not remember
0: Detroit? Detroit had Max
3: Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Porcel. They had an absolute phenomenal lineup, and it just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, no, but like – that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like. Everything he did to win you the World Series could have still happened, and you could have kept Mookie. It's not like, but that's things... not, but, but that's not how he operates.
0: That's my mm-hmm. point.
3: Yeah, you have to deal with an idiot, and you get both. You get it's like you you get both sides of it. You no, know, like, I get you, what, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying like it's not really like you're giving up Mookie because you got the 18 World Series. It's the way that you reacted to the 18 World Series is the reason you're losing Mookie.
0: Yeah, and I don't think we react that way if we don't win the 18 World Series because, you know, Sale was incredible um, in the World Series. Uh, Evolvi threw his arm off in that crazy six inning, the game that went into six extra innings. Um, and he was really prisoner of the moment. He was like a fan. He was like,
1: sign Evolve into a lifetime
0: contract. Yeah, yeah. You really um, should have known. Do, was that. that was your biggest thing. Yeah, I, I mean, we all knew. I, it, the guy's arm could fall off in any given moment. So we'll see what happens this year with the team. Um, before we talk about the Super Bowl, I wanna I wanna let Ryan speak on this for a few minutes. So, conspiracy, Ryan, out of the closet again, has conspired <laughs> that 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 Minnesota, the Minnesota, the Minnesota.
1: No, no, no. I know where you're going with this already. That's not what I said. Have, oh boy.
0: Have or no have the potential, the potential, and that Devin Booker <laughs> and D'Lo want to go to and play with Cat where they can play no defense and they can pout whenever one of them misses a shot. No, and it's for no, this superstar no. team. In Here's what center. I said.
1: Here's what I said. I said I said that Booker, Cat, and da- uh, not Davidson. Why am I saying Davidson? D'Angelo Russell, it's Devin Davidson. Booker, and Cat.
0: Hey Davidson.
1: Davidson. Brad Davidson. He plays for the Badgers. He's turning on Twitter right now. That's why I just said it. He punches yeah. people in the balls running around screens. <laughs> yeah. uh, back. Um, <laughs> I guess. But back to Booker. <laughs> Booker Cat, and Russell—they came in the league all together. They're very good friends. Um, they talk to each other all the time. They've, cons- they've like talked on social media publicly about all playing together someday. They want yeah, to, right? but I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in Minnesota. You know, it's not, though. They, it is. They've been close to getting it's Russell wanna... twice now, even though we've struck out both times. Cat's kind of somewhat happy here, even though people like to say he's, he's not. not- you don't watch the games. You just say no, and no. You don't watch listen, the listen to what he says. He loves Ryan Saunders. Okay, even though Ryan's gonna get fired soon. can I'm trying to like sell myself <laughs> no, and can't him to be here, even though I don't think he does. But exactly. No, but that team would play no defense. But think about how fun that team would be. They would score 130 points a game. Yeah, we the might, games we might would be allow like one, 135, but we would score 130 every game, night. The, Yeah,
0: the games will be like 147 to 135. That's
1: this fun basketball dude. to watch though.
0: This is, but this is why you're so delusional about this. I was telling D mart this on the phone yesterday. Oh, so yeah, let's good. Say, so you let, just talked about how I'm delusional
1: on the phone with D mart good. good, yes,
0: me. yes. So, so, this is this is this is the delusional <laughs> part about this entire idea. So, the you think the T Wolves are like the Boston Celtics and that they have enough assets to just go trade for G- D Lo, and then all of a sudden they're gonna be like, hey, son, <laughs> what Rocco who they just traded? No,
1: we can't and- say Rocco.
0: Yeah, like, so who no, no, are no, we can
1: trade? Guys? No, but we can trade like, the draft picks. Think about how valuable our draft picks are. We're in the lottery every single year. We have a top five pick wait, every, so, every single year. Do so You think that Suns is going to be like, four
3: <laughs> Timberwolf lottery picks.
0: Let's just trade our franchise cornerstone player. And yes. Then, so, and then they're gonna, yes. Okay, I'll give so them. Let's trade. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not going to say yes to that. Yes, they are. They have no reason to. They're building around Devin yes, Booker. Yes, right are,
1: now. because Devin Booker wants to play with Cat, and they want to make Devin Booker happy by letting him play with Cat.
0: They, yeah, they're they're the second worst owner in the league, Robert Starver or whatever his name is, who does not give a shit about Wait, his Who's his the, who's the sure worst Devin owner? James Dolan. Dolan, and it's not even close. Yeah. Okay, um, well, well, the second worst owner. No, no, bad. no.
1: I agree with that. The second worst owner is Glenn Taylor, though. He's absolutely terrible.
0: So I, I like so even if they trade for Delo they're going to have nothing left to trade for Booker and I just don't understand how to, and also they don't want to play in Minnesota. Minnesota's probably 32 on 30, uh, 32 on his on the list of places. That's just
1: not true. They're like that's just know, not just, true. If Delo and Chet Booker would want to come here.
0: I think they'd rather play in Phoenix. Huh? Um I, yeah, I think too. they'd rather play in Golden State. Yeah, I do, but play in Golden
1: State. State. Steph Curry's there. Don't be dumb. Uh, no, I
0: think, you know, it, I think it's, it's more likely that that happens.
1: Well, than anyone would rather play in fucking Miami, but, like, come on. You don't get to pick where you play. Yeah, unless but, be LeBron I mean, LeBron did.
3: Play. No, but when you do team-ups like this, you kind of do. And I don't think yeah, they would, I, Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I, But, I but Paul
1: mean, George they're not they're all going to be free agents for another five years. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the Timberwolves have nothing to give up to get both of those guys, unless they're the Red Sox who want to trade for, like, draft, you know, Alex Verdugo. It's going to happen. And
1: someday, someday within the next like three years, we're going to get Delo and Booker. And we're going to look back at this podcast and be like, Ryan, This is why,
0: this, this is why, no, we're going to look back on this podcast. When or I cats, cat's, cat's going to get
1: traded tomorrow and I'm going to look like a fool. Yeah,
0: well, he happens, probably is. He looks like he doesn't want to play there. Five bucks. Yeah, I didn't give the Venmo a lot of people. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, sense.
1: let's see how many people liked it. Um
0: I think 12. I think I was checking yesterday. I think it's 12 now. Oh, so it going only be
1: 60. That's not too bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too Jason bad. Solano, like, so,
1: anyways, yes, it is twelve.
0: Yeah, OJ's OJ's Archibaldson. Uh, Who's, well, um,
1: Who's OJ's Archibaldson? Who's OJ's Archibaldson?
3: Jason Solano I can't uh, say that <laughs>
1: word. We're gonna have
3: to edit that. Part he like um, anyway. Yeah, team. Jason Solano liked Brian's thing about he? that. He would insane. give five dollars to. Um,
1: who is yeah, I don't. He's my I don't, roommate I don't, anyway. last year. That's awkward.
3: Yeah. Shout out, DJ Suano. Shout out, Jason. shout out, Jason Suano. He doesn't tweet um, a lot.
1: No, he
0: doesn't.
3: Anyway. Wow, he came, out of, he came, came do... out of hibernation to like Ryan's
0: <laughs> thing. He really must be desperate um, <laughs> for some money. <laughs> and He's like, he could be like living in a box
3: outside and be like, cat, dude DJ
0: Um. Anyway, so, you know I'm not great at math, but the Timberwolves have. Oh, that's such
1: a good segment. Here. I'm not good at math. That's a beautiful segment.
0: I'm not good at math. And then Demar, what was our new segment? Um,
3: I forget. Um. Oh, who's? Oh, so the oh, Celtics upset are at playing the barn. Magic tonight.
0: And yeah, yeah. We have an
1: upset at the barn!
0: <laughs> the Celtics. The Celtics are um we're favorites so. When Minnesota plays at the barn and they're favorites to win, it's an upset at the barn. It so was an upset. Michigan was ranked,
1: like, 16 at the time. It was an upset.
0: But Minnesota, I think, was, even, like, I think Michigan, even the Big Ten, was like, minus even the, two and a half. Even
1: the Big Ten Network tweeted, upset in Minnesota. They even recognized it was an upset, okay?
0: You know, so Minnesota was the home team, and Michigan was only favored to win by two points. So I don't think that, that's an upset. Yes, it is. That's not an and upset. actually,
1: Minnesota was favored, not Michigan. <laughs> oh, so,
0: <what? laughs> <laughs> so, we had, we, this was our delusional Minnesota fan uh, segment, um, which included I'm not good at math. And what, am I delusional
1: about? Tell me, what, what am I, I delusional mom? about? What am
0: I delusional about? The fact that the Timberwolves have enough assets to trade for them, let alone if they even – like, even if Booker wanted to go to the T-Wolves, they're going to be like, well, we need just – you know compensation and if they have used all their yeah we'll give them andrew actual, wiggins russell and we'll
1: we'll send them like high, no no we're gonna send them high school highlights of andrew wiggins and be like look at this potential of this kid and they're gonna be like yeah you're right he was so damn dominant and like, yeah you're thing.
0: delusional you're delusional <laughs> so 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 and, and you traded robert covington and you're like best trade piece for nothing
1: yeah i know that was that was very bad i'm very upset about that
3: so now you just lost you well know, no they have the big three now they training. have they have... Um, Daniel, Martin. Oh, Next aim, Daniel Martin,
1: you are not saying this. Go. Whoa. He's so annoying about this. Jared have, Vanderbilt. Stop. They have Jared Stop. Vanderbilt Stop. Have Jared,
3: Jared Vanderbilt. Absolute and they have Malik absolute It's the big three.
1: Shut up. Next um, statement. <laughs> you
3: know, We're done talking about Carl this. All right, All right. This, this has been, been,
1: upset,
3: been upset at the barn. <laughs> Actually,
1: though, upset at the oh, barn tonight. Minnesota Gophers up 45-30 at halftime with the Badgers. F the Badgers. That so one's not
0: enough to we're talking about the we're talking about the Super Bowl now. We're a few days late. We'll give our preliminary takes. I don't like that this whole thing has turned into a make a wish thing about this one's for Andy. <laughs> it's like what is he like on life support? He's about to die? <laughs> um it was it was so ridiculous. Like I mean I get you know, he's I was telling uh D the other day a few days ago, I think he's probably, you know, the second or third best coach after Belichick, you know, him and Pete Cano probably that we'd grown up with um since at least you know he was with Philly and I think he would have made the Hall of Fame either way um it would have taken longer I think but so yeah I think it was a good win the game you know Jimmy G... I think it's what we what we thought was gonna happen if Jimmy G had to make some big throws you know it probably wasn't gonna work out um I still I'm still a Jimmy G believer OJ's whole new thing so let i was <laughs> right Jimmy G and then in parentheses garbage um,
3: I was rooting for Jimmy G. It would have been like a Patriots Super Bowl. OJ, talk about Jimmy G. Wait, wait, Garbage. what? It would have been like a Patriots Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I wanted. I, wa- I would have wanted. I would have taken responsibility. Oh, oh my god! I've heard that. It's
2: it's not not good. But <laughs> as for Jimmy G, yeah, I've been very critical of him. Just like all season, I'm I'm a very big doubter. But like he played fine, and he's he's good. He's not great, and he's not going to win you anything. He's not garbage. He's not garbage. It's, it was a bit of a stretch uh, in, the, in, in the moment kind of thing. But, like, I just don't like how he's being, like, now he's not. But throughout the past, like, three years, he's been very overrated. And I've seen it. I, I knew I was ahead of it. I knew he was not that good. And he's not. He's not going to win you anything. And he's, the, that team around him was insane. And I think an above-average quarterback should have won with that team. And he didn't. I agree. So,
0: This was an absolute choke job, I think, by Shanahan again. Um, And, Demar, we can talk about, you know, we were talking about Shanahan's legacy at this point um, a few days ago. But before we even get to that, you know, I think that with Jimmy G, you know, if he makes the Sanders throw, I was, you know, I still think Mahomes, the yeah. way they were playing, is just going to go right back up, go right back down the field and score. Um. So, yeah, I mean, D Mart, talk about, talk about, you know, because D Mart's a Falcons fan for those who don't know. Um, and Shanahan, you know, was definitely to blame, at least a large. I don't know if you want to put it on Quinn or him, but both of them really, you know, were to blame for that 2016 Super
3: Bowl. You know, D Mart, talk about Colin What happened the 2016 Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, oh, there's, <laughs> there's plenty of blame to go around for the 2016 Super Bowl. I would say a lot with Quinn and Shanahan, obviously, but certainly some with ryan and freeman and jake matthews and
1: did you just blame me for the 2016 super bowl
3: matt ryan not Ryan. okay okay never mind (laughs) i can't i can't tell if that was a really dumb joke or if you're like wait it's not my fault um (laughs)
0: well you do blame me a lot
3: (laughs) i don't blame you for things that (laughs) okay so the point is uh for sure I've had a like a fair amount of resentment towards Kyle Shanahan over the past few years. And then something funny happened when the Falcons played the 49ers. The Falcons this year really kind of underachieved. The 49ers, I think, really overachieved. Um, I think the 49ers had one loss at the time, and the Falcons had, like, two or three wins. Uh, and Kyle Shanahan had the lead, and he didn't run the ball. He, like, threw the ball on second down, I think, and then he threw – the ball again on third down and they hit George Kittle and he fumbled out of bounds and then Ryan got the ball back and uh, they they marched down the
1: field and they scored a touchdown. So did
3: you was... say George Kittle?
1: Yeah, George Kittle. But then you said Ryan again. Are you talking about the I'm You're so talking about
2: the Falcons versus the 49ers. Yeah, Ryan. This season.
3: Well, well, Julio, so now we're going to have to edit Ryan. this all oh, yeah. together. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Nope, just keep going. Sorry. I'm out of it.
3: (laughs) So the point is that sort of ironically, this year against the Falcons, uh, Shanahan couldn't – he he chose not to run out the clock, and then the Falcons got the ball, and they scored. And there was something in my head that was like, hmm, Kyle Shanahan still hasn't learned how to kill a game when he's ahead. And then he's in a similar situation this year in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and he has this same thing where – He has these great run schemes. He has several good running backs. And late in the game, he likes to pass the ball. Um, I think it was really – there are some arguments, I guess. They were so so effective in the play-action pass game that some people are like, well, they were playing to their strengths. But I still think in that situation on second down on the play that Chris Jones knocked down, like that's a – that's the situation to run the ball. The clock's on your side, and you don't want to give Mahomes any time at all that you uh, that you don't absolutely have to. And I think I think it's unfortunate for him because I think he is a really good play caller, but it seems like his late game tendencies have shot his teams in the foot twice now. And um, it's almost like he's the new Andy Reid. It's kind <laughs> of like that, but Andy Reid's problems often had to do specifically with clock management and use of timeouts not really play calling it's it's just like <laughs> well clock management is sort of similar to
0: knowing when to run the ball you know using the clock to sort of
3: i think of andy Reid's problems as more like sometimes he wasn't uh he wasn't aggressive enough or sometimes he would use timeouts in weird places and shanahan is sort of the opposite problem where i think he's too aggressive if he's passing in those situations um, but on a personal note, uh, I was like very mad at Kyle Shanahan for a long time, and watching this Super Bowl has like cured me of all the That's resentment bad I have for Kyle Shanahan. He's he's just a person. He's a he's a very good coordinator. Um, I wish that weird, that wears really weird hats. Very weird hats. <laughs> um, I wish he had run the ball uh, against the Patriots. But you know what? All the schadenfreude I had for Kyle Shanahan losing, it's gone. I. I wish Kyle Shanahan the best, and I feel bad for him right now because he's a really, really yeah. good coach, and it seems like his instincts late in the game twice have kind of hurt him. And you know, you just sort of, you know, I know you think it's a little different from Reed, but it's like
0: Reed's such a great coach too, and you just sort of feel, you sort of feel bad not just, you know, it was like, who's going to fuck up the game for their team more, almost. It was like, it was at the end of the game, you know, Andy Reid wanted to use all three of his timeouts when they were up. What? And, you know, <laughs> you're, you're like, I hope this doesn't happen. You know, it was, you know, it's like, it's, it's a really scary, you know. OJ, I don't know if you've seen, like, the old patriots eagles super Bowl, where Andy Reid just lets the clock go down, like, a yeah. minute per person. He lets the clock go down to 40, or all the way from 40 on the play clock to 1 when the Eagles are trying to drive down the field for the game to tie it up or whatever, and he just lets the clock And <laughs> you're like, why are you not calling time out, Sandy? Um, and it sort of, you know, that was a big thing back then in, you know, 05, 06. Um, and it sort of just continued on with the Chiefs because he really has some trouble managing the clock. And, you know, you, I think they got him an aid this year because – He did a. It it wasn't as bad, but I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. And you know, he's gonna. I'm just. I hope he's a little healthier. You know, he said he's gonna eat a double hamburger. I don't. I hope. I hope he takes cheeseburger. (laughs) Cheeseburger. Um. That and it it is. He said it's gonna be the biggest thing you've ever seen. (laughs) I. 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 I, But he. So I I don't. I was listening to Barstool the other day, and they were saying that he doesn't drink, and that that's how he justifies eating. (laughs) double the double cheeseburger or whatever and that's like a classic fat person thing to do um that they were i think i forget which one of them pointed that out but i mean i don't know ryan go ahead
1: um yeah i mean i agree with a lot of what's already been said um like Mart was saying the 49ers identity all year long has been just pound the ball pound the ball pound the ball um i forget who it was but it was a close game at the end of the game um it was during the regular season i think and the 49ers took the ball with like eight and a half minutes left and they went on like a Fourteen play drive where they ran the ball every single play and just killed the rest of the clock. And it's like,
0: why Shanahan
1: couldn't do that in the Super Bowl is beyond me. Um, Or how about
3: the Saints when they when they were playing? They had that month. Yeah, the other thing about him, how he how he changed his play calling style here is he indicated with the fact that he didn't call a timeout late in the first half when they got the ball back, and he didn't really try to go down the field until late when the Chiefs had called a timeout. Shanahan indicated that he didn't really trust uh, trust Jimmy G. Because if you trust your quarterback, you call a timeout there and you try to try to grab some points r- right before the half, right? So it seemed like he didn't trust Jimmy G. And then, late in the game, he's trusting Jimmy G too much. So there's sort of a weird inconsistency with yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: That's, that's a fantastic point, too. They had all three timeouts that left, I believe. So they had plenty of time. Um, yeah, he was
3: way too conservative there. And then he was too aggressive passing the ball late. Yeah, it's
1: just like stick to your bread and butter. Like, don't fix what's not broken. Their run defense is great. I mean, I know the Chiefs are selling out on the run, but at the same time, it's not like you have, you know, Tom Brady or Payton Manning or even Mahomes back there. Like, you don't have a guy who you should trust in that situation. Um, And the other thing is that Mostert had just
3: picked up five yards. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, that was –
1: I made the comparison the other day that uh, Jimmy Grappolo is, like, a less athletic Alex Smith. You know, he's a game manager. He's not going to go out and win you the game. He's probably not going to lose you the game either, but, like, he's, you know, he's not a guy who's going to take the ball two minutes left and lead an 80-yard drive and win you the big game. Um, But, yeah, Patrick Mahomes on the other side, you know, he was – it's just, like, the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. For three and a half quarters, he was absolutely terrible. Like, I'm sorry. He was just – he wasn't himself. He was missing wide open throws. He was under.
0: No, it's not that he wasn't himself. It's that Robert sala who should well, be coached together, a masterpiece. No,
1: that's no. But I know. But there were wide open receivers that Mahomes was missing. You know, and like even when receivers are open, he would you know under throw him. He'll had to come back and make a couple diving catches when he could have caught the ball in the run. Um, but you know, you, you just you just got the feeling. You're like God. Mahomes is so good. It doesn't He's even matter. So do He's gonna find a way to like turn it on at some point. Um, And, you know, when Shanahan was dumb and didn't, you know, even when it was 2010 with seven minutes left and the 49ers were getting the ball back, at least me, I was like, this game is so far from over. Mahomes is going to do something magical. And I mean, he did, he got the ball back. He turned it into completely different quarterback. All of a sudden he couldn't miss a throw. I think he had a perfect passer angle like the last six minutes. It was just unbelievable, you know, and he's only 23 years old. So we've got, you know, 15 years left of this. It's incredible.
3: Yeah, for me, this kind of adds to the legend of Mahomes because he is somebody who is so good at throwing the ball that he can be bad for, like, three and a half quarters. But he is so good that he's really, really good. His firing on all cylinders is good enough to win the game in, like, half a quarter because that's what he just did against the best defense in the NFL in the Super Bowl. Like, that is all-time stuff. And I think I've said this. Yeah? Yeah.
1: That throw to Tyreek Hill, um, I think it was like 3rd and 15, where they they sent a blitz off the corner, and he threw the ball off his back foot and just like threw it straight up in the air like 50 yards. That was incredible.
3: And I've said this, I think, to all of you at some point. I don't think I've ever seen, and I know Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees are all like three of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football, but I don't think I've ever seen anybody who plays the quarterback position as well as Patrick Mahomes, just from the eye test. I agree. Like, he is he is another animal. He and the other thing, I noticed this especially in the playoffs, is he was running the ball more, which makes me think like he can run the ball. He chooses not to because I mean he doesn't want the hit. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. When he mm-hmm. had to in the playoffs, though, his legs are such a weapon. The um the option plays they were running where he would roll out and Williams was Right. Um, Who is also fantastic. Exactly. Like, he, he is such a weapon. And this was Mahomes playing the worst game of his NFL career. Imagine what will happen if Mahomes against anybody plays like four really good quarters. It's, he's, he's so hard to beat. The Texans found out, the Titans found out, and now the 49ers found out. There's no lead that's safe from Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's such a big. You know, reason he was struggling was because of Sailor, like I said a few minutes ago. And, like, how, like, just, like, he's such a fun person to watch, Coach. Like, he gets so pumped up for his team. You know, the deep, the play calling was really, really great. You know, at the end of the day, Mahomes was – no one was going to stop that Chiefs team. And I said to you, DeMar, they could be going – they're a deep and offsides away from – because I think they beat the yeah, Rams. Same. I know you shouldn't – you know, you can't play that. But for going from a three-peat which is absolutely ridiculous. They could be
3: onto their third champion. Well, that's the other thing because Uh, to me it seems like Mahomes is not the kind of person who the weapons are making him. It feels like he's making the weapons. Well, he does have some really great. No, but like I think Tyreek. Ty- Tyreek kills is a
1: fastest person in the league. He's incredible.
3: Hill is so fast. Yeah, I don't know if I would say he's a great route runner or he has great hands. He's and he's Kelsey, really Kelsey, really healthy. Kelsey a unique weapon. People. I don't I don't like that. I don't like that argument. He's very unique. I think Kel- Hill. And, I'm saying I, I think Hill who, and Kelsey. Are who made you the premier? Players. Who made one of the biggest plays in the Super Bowl though?
1: Damian Williams.
3: Also, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. He's a journeyman wide Sammy receiver. Watkins
0: had, had, Sammy had, had Watkins a
1: has had, had a very good no, year. That's not Sammy fair. Sammy
3: Watkins is a solid wide receiver. He's a replaceable wide receiver, and they'll have to because but they yeah, can't hold Buffalo, on. But, in Buffalo,
0: he was the number one receiver. In Buffalo, he was the number one receiver for multiple years, and he had multiple 1,000-yard seasons, and he was actually probably a top 10, top 7 receiver. Sammy in the yeah. Watkins has yeah. been no, like, wa- 2014. It's it's Watkins, Watkins, that's not fair at all.
3: He's had 1,000-yard season. Since then, he's had but, 430 Five ninety three, five nineteen, and then he was a Yeah, talent. he's he talented, talented with... but he's not a top flight wide receiver. To say to say Mahomes,
0: you know, is the reason Watkins is having all the success. No, he's not I, I having don't that much Watkins success. was he had he had no, fifty two catches this year with three had. touchdowns, and he also was injured. Um, how many games did he play this 14. year? Okay, so maybe you know, right, fine. <laughs> but I don't think that you know. I don't think to attribute you know whatever success he did have to Mahomes is necessarily fair. Because to be honest, you know, Watkins came into the league um, as a highly touted draft pick. And, mm-hmm. you know, he had a really good first or second year. And he, there was a lot of pipes around him. And he definitely fell off a bit. But I don't know. Like, sure, you could make an argument with Pringle or Hardman. But I think no matter what team you put Travis Kelsey on, he's going to yes, have, I agree. you know, tons of success. And even with Tyree kill, yes, I agree. you know, he's just so fast <laughs> and electric. It's so hard to guard him, but Jonathan Jones knows how. Um, <laughs> well, so, I would
3: even say for Williams, like he's, I think at the beginning of the season, he's a third string running back. And obviously he was fantastic. Yeah, you. He was what he was doing after the catch. Um, and then that run late in the game, but like, those are yards that I think were opened up for him because the Chiefs have to play, uh, or, uh, the 49ers have to I play that. in a certain way. This is the one hundred percent. This is 100%. the kind of quarterback who makes everyone around him so much, so much better.
0: Um, and I want to end the podcast with this: winners and losers of the of this game. Let's start with losers. So obviously Shanahan, so we don't have to say that. <laughs> D. Ford, back to back championship, back to back pot. And you know they should have made the Super Bowl last year because of him, and they probably end up winning it. And then this year, you know, they lose again, and he's on the team. What an awful feeling. Um, Ryan, any losers?
1: Uh, you're putting me on the spot here. Usually I prepare something for this. Um, <laughs> I know you'd write a whole blog. So. I didn't write a blog about this. Um, yeah. who, who was in the Super Bowl? 49ers? Um, no, I don't know. Kyle Shanahan. That's the big one.
0: Yeah. And I think Ford, yeah, you have to put Ford on
1: Yeah, I believe know is who Ford is, awful. so.
0: Alright, OJ, how about you? Loser. Um loser
2: is definitely Oh, I have one. Uh me and you, Jason, including <laughs> the rest of AFC. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm terrified of these Chiefs in the future. Um they played terribly offensively, honestly, for three and a half quarters and still put up thirty one points on that Niners defense. Um and they can like they're still super young, and they can upgrade their defensive personnel like easily if they just stock up this draft. They have like all those offensive guys under contract for a couple more years, and I don't know. It's it's a little scary, but also another like part I hate is Travis Kelsey's like wannabe Gronk. He's being so annoying. <laughs> oh my god, he's out of and control. I knew this was going to happen. had to tell like, me it was
0: bound to happen, and he's just. I felt like with either tight I know it was gonna happen, no matter who was. Yeah, I, I think Kelsey is George a lot. George Kittle's what,
3: He's way more chill. I think George yeah. Kittle's way more chill.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, he's got the he's got the you know the, the crazy hair and all that too. So, um, but.
0: Jason, I well, got one Before we go to UD Bart, one second. I want to I want to ask this. This is very important. Just, just quickly say it in. who wins the MVP if the 49ers win? I didn't think there was one. I I, I said Samuel. <laughs> I, I thought it, you know, I think he has to score one more touchdown or something like that. D you, you you thought Samuel?
2: Was uh, quick?
3: yeah, but I'll say use check because you said Sam. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: uh,
2: OJ. Um, well, I think if if they would have won, I th- ah, that's tough. There was no one that really. I think out. Bosa played well. Yeah, maybe Bosa. But, but like, I don't know their defense. It wasn't a bond Miller. Their defense game. really yeah. got a pass. Like it, it kind of went. I mean, they gave up three straight scores late in the game. You can't do that. And so I think if they would have won, Jimmy G would have had to, you know, orchestrate a drive there to go whatever, 80, 80 plus yards. And I think that might have won him the MVP, but it's really hard to say uh, in retrospect. I don't know. Yeah, there
3: wasn't – yeah. And how about you, Ryan?
1: I agree with you. I think Debo, Debo was I, – I think Debo was on majority of their offense, at least in that first half, so –
3: he was so hard to stop. Yeah. They really were having fits. With did, and it, they kept doing the end yeah. rounds.
1: the running. And game it's too, weird.
3: So. Um, you don't see that often where that play works so many times. Usually it works once, you maybe twice. So He's just yeah. He's like, and then you're like, well, why can't the Chiefs do
0: this with Tyree Kill? Um, so um, oh, Ryan, what did you have to say before we went? To I the said
1: I, I thought of a loser. Um, the loser is, well, I've said it before on podcast too, but every other team in the NFL, who didn't hire Sol or B. enemy because those two were absolutely tremendous in the Super Bowl. Again, you know, so like like yeah. you were saying when they were shutting down Mahomes, like it was that Mahomes was off, but it was also Sol's scheme and like the stuff that he was doing to kind of confuse Mahomes a little bit and to make him a little bit, you know, on edge.
0: Yeah, and Mahomes said that's the
1: best defense right. in his career. You know, and it's not yeah. just because of the players. Yeah. It's because of how, you know, Sol is utilizing them and everything. Um, and then B. Enemy, I thought down the stretch was, you know, yeah, they... I
0: so yeah. And then Dmar, loser. So every, every yeah.
1: team that um you know, like the Cleveland Browns who hired Kevin Stefanski, who's absolutely terrible. They're they're the biggest loser of this game. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns.
3: Dmar loser. I have two. Um one is the Chicago Bears. Um they I love have it. Mitch Trubisky. Uh and they got to watch Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, who is just electric. They didn't show the graphic. Electric. Right. Um and the Bears, that's who you could have. But instead you traded you traded up for Trubisky. Um So they're one loser. The other loser, and this is tough because he had a really cool narrative coming into the game, but Richard Sherman, um, he he had a really rough game, and especially on that last Watkins play, he was trying to cheat it a little bit, and Watkins just went right past him, and Mahomes hit him, and that was like the really consequential play late in the game, so he's a big loser. He's, yes, wait, he's, he's not a, a big game. loser. He's a big loser of the games.
0: <laughs> no, he, he's a big loser.
3: Yeah, he's going he's yeah. to come out. He's, he's going to come out. out of you he's now. Gonna on gonna me.
0: <laughs> Fucking Demon, the biggest bad <laughs> team, <I'm> the best <laughs> one in <laughs> the game. Don't you uh, ever talk
3: about me. Crabtree? Like, Crabtree. We about you. Tree. You. And
0: then he'd go be like, oh, Coach Sherman. Co- Demon has a very interesting aura he's about But don't you ever talk about me?
3: he check podcast.
0: That's you're going to get. So, um. Anyways. So, you know, I guess that makes Darrell Revis a winner. Darrell Revis a winner. <laughs> yeah, back yeah. to Richard Sherman. Um, so, and also, winners, America, and Ryan, thanks to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because if Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't beat the Patriots, the Patriots are a two seed. And maybe some weird stuff happens. Um, you know, the Patriots almost sh- actually should have beat the Chiefs. And I'm not saying they would have. But I'm just saying, OJ and I did an angry Patriots podcast about this because we were pissed off. And we actually would have been a top two seed because – the refs decided to make us lose the game because Nikhil Harry was not out oh of bounds. My God. He was not. That was such a terrible. Okay, we won't turn this into a Patriots podcast. <clears throat> um, so Ryan Fitzpatrick, obviously Mahomes, um, Andy Reid. He gets to eat double cheeseburger. Um, do I have any other winners? I got one. Um. Roger Goodell because no. I mean, he doesn't have to hand off the Lombardi the Lombardi Trophy to craft this year, which is always awkward. Oh, wait, 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 After the orchards thing, I got a winner. Is, uh, Roger, yeah, Goodell, my Roger Goodell did
3: not get booed this year. It was the first time in a long time.
0: Yeah, because the Patriots yeah, exactly. fans
3: were packing the stadium. No, that's like, why he's even, a winner. I think it was uh, no. That's why he gets food. Broncos. Broncos. Panthers. He got booed. Well, he's the worst commissioner in
0: sports history, so it doesn't matter. Um, and uh all right so ryan you're very excited to give your way yes i think
1: the winner of the super bowl is uh shakira and jennifer lopez because honestly oh wow, honestly yeah. they had basically lost like i mean they they're not relevant anymore and they come out and they put on that show like even like the singing and all the dance like it was very very cool it was very well choreographed and i thought they just put on an absolute so, show I go hard. <laughs> What? Yeah,
0: I didn't. I don't. That's like the only song I knew from Shakira. I didn't know any J Lo song. Well, no, it really, I, it was I, really I, I agree. Song. I
1: didn't know the songs, but their performance was amazing.
0: I know
3: that. That's what. I
1: knew. I didn't God, Jennifer really Lopez is always... fifty years old. How good Insane. is she look? Insane.
3: Insane.
1: And Shakira's yeah. forty-two. She doesn't look forty-two.
3: This is gonna sound selfish, but I yeah. wish they played the songs I knew for longer. <laughs> like... yeah, like this Time for Africa." Uh, but it was that, that song was again. so cool. I didn't know some of those songs were yeah. like Shakira songs. Like, <laughs> neither did I.
0: Um, a. Rod also a big winner. <laughs> um, <laughs> I right. that, that, for some reason that video, of, that video of him, you know, dancing to Jennifer Lopez's song, the, Jennifer Lopez' performance went viral. Um, I was, yeah, now he's this lovable dad. He's <laughs> so living his best life. One of the most hated players <laughs> that literally licked a, licked himself in the mirror or kissed himself or something. I forget what it was um, in a commercial just 10 years ago and hit the glove of Bronson Arroyo and looked like a crying freak and then (laughs) took steroids (laughs) and was literally the most hated player in the MLB. And now all of a sudden we seem to have forgotten all that. So I guess the solution is, have kids, uh, always post about them, be a really Jason, great, he is a really great entrepreneur. I don't think
1: that's fair. Like, I think he's popular now because of his broadcasting and how good he is yeah, at he's the, good, on the he's Fox Premium broadcast. So.
0: I know, but it just seems It just seems like we forgot Jason, about him. you, no, you told me I a few days has... ago that you like A Rod. I do like A <laughs> Rod.
1: I don't think it's because he's a dad, though. <laughs>
0: I think it is because I think it not. helps that he's a dad and he has kids. <laughs> okay, yes, okay. it 100 percent helps. He posts about them all the okay. time, and you know he also—it's a variety of things. But this really capped it off. You know, I think this video was like, all right, we're we're all back in love with A Rod officially now. It was like the exclamation point to top it off. Um, so, so A Rod was definitely a big winner out of this um, for sure. And also, the kid Bunchy, Bunchy, his name is the that that was the best commercial of the Super Bowl. Oh, the kid was, from the beginning. Was, Running past all the – Yeah. Yes, yeah. He, so he's been a big deal for a while now. I didn't even know that. Um, and I wonder how they filmed all these guys, you know. They even got guys that were playing in the game to do it. Um, that was –
3: he's a big winner. He's going viral for sure. Oh, wait. I have a question <laughs> no, that for was you guys best commercial. about the commercials. Do you notice it seemed like there were a lot of crossover commercials? Like, there were commercials for, like, several things, and I don't think I'd ever seen that before. Do you guys mean? also notice? Like I- – I didn't really know. There was one Did commercial. You, like,
1: the Procter & Gamble one where there were like six different um, yeah, yeah, products yeah. in one commercial.
3: That one. And then also that the one, was one. very good though. The one where like uh, Charlie Day, I think, for Tide. And he was like talking to the knight from the Bud Light commercials. And then like, I don't know. It was just like several crossover commercials. It was very weird.
0: Didn't
2: notice. Yeah, it. I
3: didn't really notice. Yeah. Um, I didn't think they were. I think
0: there wasn't as good. Commercials as there was last year, um, or in the years past. Actually, I did not think it was a great year for no. commercials. But the, my my final winner is the Kansas City Chiefs because they won. Um, <laughs> and,
3: um, it's a bold and take. There's,
0: and there's been a lot of talk. And there's been a lot of talk about the Lamar the Hut family. They seem like really nice, rich white people. And <laughs> congratulations Whoa. on winning. You know, they were wearing their like these really weird jackets that were like cut that looked like they got them on custody. Um with their like it was like the jacket and then the Chiefs logo. It was like it was like, yeah, I great, great, great. Um so anyways. And I think Miami one, by the way too, you know, I think it just reemphasized, you know, this is a great place to have a Super Bowl. Um I Man, even though he didn't go, still
3: looked like had a gr- he had a great time. Um, I I'm Man, in. I'm in. I know you listen. I- Please buy your tickets for next year right now okay i want you <laughs> i want you to be at that super bowl i don't even feel bad I man about this i man went to the 2011 or 2008 patriots
0: giants super bowl i don't if you go to one super bowl in your lifetime that's enough so you know no, i like, man buy tickets now. like the, face value yeah i don't i don't i'm not feeling for you <laughs> man on
3: this one and the, i don't even but miami yeah. i think miami is a yeah, We feel for you i man love i you, think Iman. we all feel for you except man you
0: been to the except super except for uh, Jason You've been to the Super Bowl. You don't need to go again. I want to go. He literally
2: flew out there um, just to go, and he just didn't go.
0: I think he had a good time, though. Yeah, I think he, I think he did, himself. Himself. Um So, Iman is it still a winner on the Heat Check Podcast. Iman's <laughs> always a winner on the Heat of, Check always Podcast. Always a
2: winner.
0: Always a winner. Um, and so, he really yeah, needs to come on. Of course. And then, Yeah, he's got a very busy season going on, but uh, hopefully he'll join us in the, in the coming months. Uh all right, we'll end it with that. Um, of course, we have to plug some stuff. Um, so first, I'm going to plug. Actually, no, OJ, go first.
2: Um, just now with the end of football season and basketball. Oh, wait, wait, se- before we oh. plug,
0: before we plug,
3: before oh. we plug, we forgot to talk about Tom Brady's Hulu commercial. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I kind of thought it might be a commercial. that almost gave me. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do the kind of thing where he like he posts the news uh-huh. about where he's going the week of the Super Bowl. He would never do something like that. He's yeah, almost
0: put me on heart medicine. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, do thoughts is a Patriots fan or not? I mean everyone's freaking out,
2: like, oh my god, he's staying, but it doesn't it doesn't imply anything. It, he yeah. just said like um, I forget what he said, like I'm staying or something, but it means like he's not retiring. I still have more to yeah, prove. He's not retiring. It does not
0: Yeah, and no one ever thought he was retiring. Exactly.
2: I don't know what the big deal is. he I
0: mean it was a big deal. It was though, kinda so just sure. I don't know,
2: I it was overblown. But... I didn't lose respect, but like it was just kind of weird how he did that and i don't like how he's handling this whole thing i just i don't know it's weird
3: one cool thing about that yeah and then it was one of those pictures where you couldn't really tell which way he was facing if he was walking towards the camera or away from the camera
0: that is that is a good that is a good point director's (laughs) cover
3: um um, and uh it was like that swing
0: what do you call it yeah um, tom you know tom As soon as that – I think he scared the shit – I think he scared our our man, RKK. RKK was probably at, you know, uh, Orchard Spa, and all (laughs) of a sudden he sees this picture. And then all this report comes out, the Patriots are willing to pay him 30 plus billion million and give him all the receivers he wants. So I think the commercial worked in terms of that. Um, But anyways, okay, OJ, continue back to what you wanted to plug. Sorry about that.
2: Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just saying, like, football season now over. Basketball season is boring. I'm excited for the start of baseball season, and that's all I want to plug. All
0: right, you how about you?
3: Uh, college basketball season still very much happening. Rutgers basketball. Yeah, Rutgers, baby. We're on a two-game losing streak. It's our first losing streak of the year, but we got Northwestern at home this Sunday. I'll be there. I'm very excited. And as always, I'm plugging DJ LeMayhew. Very excited for baseball season. And you had to plug Zach Barkin for Rutgers. Oh, yes. Thank you for that. I want to plug (laughs) Zach Barkin. I don't know if you listen, Zach, but uh, your Rutgers fandom is, I believe it's the only Rutgers fan at Greylock apart from me. So really appreciate it. Um, I
1: thought that, um, uh, what's his name? I thought Cindy was a Rutgers fan. Isn't Pollock a Rutgers fan?
3: No, he was just rooting for Rutgers because of me. He's not a genuine. Zach Barkin was literally putting it on his story, he was, like, he's really into it. and not Very that I committed. Very I've been a I, Rutgers. Obviously, I obviously appreciate the support from the Pollacks of the world, but Zach Barkin has really gone, like, above and beyond as a Rutgers fan. He texts about, me about Rutgers basketball, like...
1: How about me, who's uh, cheering for Rutgers every time I bet on him?
3: No, no. Yeah,
0: it feels forced. Um, Zach Barkin's a genuine Yeah, Ryan do, you, Ryan, do you have anything to plug besides the bar? Um, and yeah,
1: I'm going to plug winona minnesota because they made it into super bowl commercial somehow
0: even though you did not even though you didn't see the
1: commercial <laughs> um they they made it into super bowl commercial somehow their tour their annual tourist just went up from zero to three um and now <laughs> with this plug it might go up to four
0: yeah yeah that's gonna
1: go I, I to like winona winona minnesota <laughs> yeah. baby He's on once. his story too
0: um And uh, I'd like to plug Sun Country Airlines for keeping my friend Ryan safe this this past month in January. Um, Jason. If you're interested, yeah, go ahead. When I was on
1: that flight, so for those who don't know, I flew Sun Country Airlines when I flew out to New York.
0: By the way, Sun Country, if you don't know what it is, it's a dangerous airline. No, no,
1: no. I've flown them in the past, right? And they're fine. Like, they're safe. They don't have crashes or anything. But Jason kept telling me, he was like, oh, you're going to die. You're going to die. There's no way you make it. And I was talking to him about what we're going to do in New York and he's like, "Oh, we don't have to plan for it. You're going to die." And so the whole time I was in the air,
0: I didn't say that. Basically didn't you basically did.
1: And then you called me a certified asshole when airport. I got to New York, but that's for another day. Um, <laughs> um anyways. Anyways. Anyways, so the whole time let me, let me the whole time I was see. in the air, I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Jason Fine was right."
0: You should feel like that. Um and so I because of that, we have a special announcement. If you're interested in flying to or from Minnesota, if you go on Sun Sun Country's website and slash Greylock Heat Check Pod, you'll get 10% off (laughs) your plane ticket. Um,
1: And come to (laughs) your boy Rob.
0: So so just just in case you're interested, that's suncountry.com slash heat check for a 10% promotional ticket. Suncountry.com slash heat check. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, I, I would not. I do not advise flights Sun Country any under any circumstances. As they've been rated the worst airline in U in the U S. That's for not true. For they work. battle. They battle with. They battle with Frontier every year. It's always close. But I think Sun Country's been pulling out. You know, they're tanking for a new plane or Zion or whatever they're waiting for at this point. Maybe, maybe Sun Country will pick up uh, Devin Booker and <laughs> D'Angelo uh, under D'Angelo Russell on their way. All right, as, we're done. As always. As always, Ryan's gotta Ryan's gotta go to the airport. Oh wait, um, what you pick, to, is to to pick up like?
3: Dilo?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's for work. I think he has to fly like Delta or something.
0: Yeah, they, they need to save him. Um, so, anyways, D they, Ryan's picking up his dad, Dilo, and uh, whatever his face is, Devin Booker, and they're gonna have a great time. And on my way, I'm dropping Andrew
1: Wiggins off the airport, never to come back to Minnesota.
0: And he's gonna drive. All right, there you go. This was fun, guys. I'll talk to you guys soon.
1: Bye, Jason. Thanks for having us. Bye, Jason.